Bonjour, bonsoir, buenos dias, buenas noches. Welcome back to my channel, everybody. Today we're gonna be talking about the bad boys, Texas. All right, and definitely if you're not yet part of the family, definitely make sure that you go ahead, hit subscribe, and turn on your post notifications. All right, and check out my website, which is listed below. It's EmpressLooks.com, where I have a lot of my posh hair accessory clips. All the proceeds do help to help this channel go keep on going. You know what I'm saying? So. Help a sister out, support a black business. I truly appreciate it. And so now let's go ahead and talk about this episode, y'all. So Chef D, he was saying something about how he doesn't trust Anthony, even though he was the one who kind of like initiated everything during the fight. I mean, yeah, Anthony was saying what he had to say, but yeah, like just talking is different than actually fighting. So it was no reason for you to put your hands on him. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's like, how you gonna say you scared of him when you the one that who pounded the boy out? Like literally messed up the boy's eye and all of that. Like, that was crazy. Um, Amara, I think that's what his name is, or Amara. Y'all know who I'm talking about. <laughs> he wasn't with it. He was letting everybody know, you know, including Chef D that, you know, how he feels and that he feels like he keeps on sneaking him. And at the end of the day, like his hand was messed up and all those things. Like it definitely was like both times, it both times was not fair. Even though it was just one-on-one -on -one this time around, I still feel it wasn't fair because you see the man's hand wrapped up with a thing with like almost like a brace. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that means he literally only has one hand, which probably wasn't even his dominant hand to try to defend himself. Like that's crazy. So, yeah, Anthony, like I said, he really got beat up pretty badly. And at this point, he just feels like everyone is against him, like Razby and and little, what's his name, um, the big Lou dude. He was another one that kept on talking against him. And he was just over it at this point. And then big Lou and Amara, they ended up getting into it because, like I said, he was saying how he feels and big Lou... He always feels some type of way when somebody tries to like defend Anthony, it seems like they everybody's just supposed to shut up and he's it's supposed to be the whole house against Anthony because one or two people don't like him. Like, nah. Like at the end of the day, this big Lou dude didn't have no type of beef with him. Like, there's no reason why he should have even been involved from day one. So yeah. But yeah, it was getting real crazy though because he was a little amrug dude. He definitely was getting beat up in this particular thing like a whole bunch of times. Like they was like <laughs> doing their funny little little hand movements that they was doing. Then the crazy thing about it is that Anthony's friends ended up pulling up. So that was wild and unexpected. And when they pulled up, that made everything crazy because they came knocking like they was the police, like, on some open up, come outside type of stuff. Like, why y'all messing with my friend? Like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, those friends is riders, like, because they got big people in there, like, Anthony and, you know, I mean, not Anthony, they got people like Jonathan and, and Chef D and all these people. And the people, when I saw the people that pulled up that was his friends, his riders, like, they didn't really look like they could do much. And everybody's acting like they were so afraid for their safety. Chef D in the in his little commentary talking about, I'm so afraid for my safety and the security. Like, anything could have happened. Like, yeah, at the end of the day, anything could have happened because they could have weapons or whatever. But they didn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you saw nothing happen. So, it's like, you saw what they look like. You saw, like, even Chris or whatever his name is. 
hit one of them a few times like got a snuck hit in because they was talking crazy so i'm like these dudes was like no competition for any of these people that was there rasby was acting like he was part of something like oh let's go outside like dude get out of here like i just feel like he wants to be a part of something he wants to be on the winning team but it's like i just feel like he's doing too much you know and um yeah so when the friends was there it ended up being like a big thing jonathan was trying to get at them looking like a big ass like i don't know a big ass dinosaur trying to you know jump after them and stuff hit his leg like dude just sit down like you see these people chill you know so and at that point anthony was just like yo like i need to go out there with them they're driving my car at the end of the day like he was acting like they just came on their own free will but i feel like they actually had like some type of conversation or something and he probably even if he manipulated manipulated the situation to where they felt like they wanted to protect him like oh my god i can't believe they did this to me like look at my hand oh i don't know what i'm gonna do you know and then a real friend is like wow you know like i got you like nobody's gonna do that to you you know what i'm saying like because you're venting so much and you're putting everything out there so i feel like that probably could have been the situation or it was planned because even the producers was like at the like why are they here and he's like i don't know like you know i wasn't a part of this i didn't know they were gonna come she's like but there was no way they could have came inside without the code oh oh got him so it's like how they get inside they just magically like they they go with numbers like that to the point where they put in thousands of codes until they finally got the right one like come on come on <laughs> so that right there was looking real suspect at the end of the day and everybody was like at that point like it wasn't even safe for him to be there anymore so um really helped him to leave he actually broke down in tears like during the commentary because he's like you know it's crazy for him to have to like kind of walk a friend out like just to make sure that nobody hurt them or whatever and sneak him out the back door you know he was giving him the slut walk treatment like sneak him or the, the sneaky leak treatment when you in, when the husband about to come home like hold up let me let me let you out through the back door before they see you real quick like get out you know it was definitely you know sad a sad situation for real i don't even know if he'll be at the reunion to be honest i probably wouldn't even f with it if i was him because yeah it's like they they really they really trying it and it's like i feel like it's because they know that he's weak and vulnerable and he's easy target that's why they come in for him i feel like they always do that like they always test the people that they feel are the weakest or that are unable to fight back so rasby and amra they had got into it as well during that same night but the next day um jonathan <laughs> ironically enough being the quote-unquote peacemaker that he is at the moment he decides to call them both into his room and have a little sit down and surprisingly enough but not so surprisingly rasby actually apologized to amra so but amra was like i have nothing to apologize for at the end of the day like it wasn't for him to jump into what I was talking about or what I was doing, which I mean, at the end of the day, he's right. Like, and that's what I was saying from earlier. I feel like Rasby just jumps into things because he wants to get scenes. He wants to be seen and heard. He wants to probably go viral and make, you know, be back for next season or whatever, you know, like I feel like he has ulterior motives. He's at, he's an entertainer at the end of the day, you know? Um. So then the fellas, they... All they go to the strip club. They seem to have like a lot of fun or whatever, which was great. And um, you know, booty shaking and all that stuff. 
And it even looked like Rasby was probably performing. I guess he has like a new song or something. He was performing. Um, cause he was doing them old B2K moves. I mean, he was, <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, sir. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> he was giving me my childhood back, but it was like, it was like a little, a little bit much. He had the face. <laughs> yeah. I was watching that. I was just like, wait, what? He bringing B2K back solo edition for real. <laughs> I was feeling like I was 18 again. <laughs> Probably it was probably probably younger than that, probably 17, 16 now, now that I think about it. But yeah. But anyways, y'all, that's pretty much the episode. <laughs> we'll see what happens with the next one. It's about to be crazy, y'all. <laughs> Alright, so keep it locked, tune in. I'll see you in the next one later.